I'm Will. I'm Trish. And I'm Blake. We're two guys, a girl in that movie place. We got something real special for you tonight. I'm really sad that you didn't choose my song for the intro. Well, just, just wait. We're going to take you back. We'll, we'll set a mood. <laughs> it's Thursday night. It's 1999. Yes. It's about 10 o'clock. You're so... You're just surfing through the channels on your TV, and all of a sudden, you come to MTV and see this. You see this. <laughs> you see this. My bum is on the rail. Bum is on the rail. Look at me. My bum is on the rail. My bum is on the man. Bum is on the man. It's a lot of fun to put your bum on a man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're doing a little Tom Green movie tonight. Tom Green. And it was Blake's idea. And he didn't even know who the fuck Tom Green was. Yeah. No. no, you knew of Tom Green, but you didn't know Tom Green. This was your first time hearing the Bun Bum song or seeing the video or even knowing that he had a um, whole ass fucking show. Yeah, I didn't know he had a whole ass show. Technically, though, that was my second time. Actually, third time because you made me watch the video. Well, yeah, tonight was your first experience with the real Yay. Tom Green. And he like Eminem, and he has like a whole fucking verse about Tom Green putting his butt on a dead moose. Um, you say verse. Um, I'm, I think it's like, it's like a, a, a two lines in a song. There you go. You're winning. Yeah. How do you? But still, like, what the fuck? You're gonna yeah. pick a Tom Green movie and not no. Not no Tom Green. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're doing Freddy Got Fangered, by the way. Which he did not, come to find out. No, Freddy did not, in fact, get fangered by his father. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie was directed by Tom Green. It was written by Tom Green and Derek... Hervey? Harvey? Harvey? Hervey? Harvey. <laughs> It's French. It's Hervé. <laughs> <laughs> it was released April 18th of 2001. Trish. Yes. What was the budget of this movie? Fuck. I'm bad at this game. Um, it's in the millions, right? That's yeah. Where, okay. That's not a thing we do. Because sometimes I choose thousands and I'm way the fuck off base. I'm going to say... I don't think there's ever going to be a movie It was thousands. like... Two... Fifty million. Fifty? Five zero? Yes. Okay. Blake. <laughs> I'm probably wrong. Eight point seven million. Eight point seven million. So we've got fifty million and we've got eight point seven million. Yeah. Blake is closest. It was fourteen Fuck. million. See, I was gonna Estimated. say twenty. <laughs> I'm still beneath it. Price is right. I win, motherfucker. You win either way, because she's way the fuck over. Yeah, well it's just it's, I love Tom Green. Yeah. Um Trish. How much does this movie make? Fifty million. <laughs> You're sticking with that fifty million. He deserves it. <laughs> Two point six million. Two point six million. This movie made a whopping total in the U.S. and Canadian box office of fourteen million two hundred fifty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-three dollars. So it made its budget back. 
But as far as what it actually made, looks like it only made like $255,000. No. It's just because people don't under, never understood Tom's Green. Tom Green's humor. I am not even stoned, what the fuck. You're welcome. <laughs> it um, stars Tom Green. You know him from, of course, the Tom Green show. Yes. And such, I'm not going to call it. Well, one of them's a classic. The rest of them are kind of... Hold on, hold on. I might know this one. Okay. Road Trip. Yes. Ah! Yes, he played Barry in Road Trip. Very good, Blake. I'm proud of you. He did not feed the snake right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was in Road Trip. He was in Stilling Harvard. Yep. And he was in Bob the Butler. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew one of those movies. You never watched Stealing Harvard? Nope. Oh, it's a good movie. Okay. Um, it also stars the great, the late Rip Torn. That's such a great name. Yeah. Rip Torn? Yes. No, it's not. It is. Like, that's a great fucking acting name. Like, and Bravo Finch is so. in it. Um, you, you you know Finch from Men in Black 1 through 3 even though he was uncredited in the third one as one of the alien voices Aww. he didn't actually come back to play Zed in 3 apparently I'm going to have to watch Men in Black 3 again because I don't remember much about it who Finch? no Men in Black 3 uh, he wasn't in any of the Men in Blacks no Rip Torn oh <laughs> Jesus. No, you had me fucked up too. You had me fucked up too. I'm like, wait a minute. We were on a new thought. Um, He was in um, Dodgeball, played the great Patches of Houlihan. He was in a Wayans Brothers movie called Senseless. He voiced Zeus in Disney's Hercules. He did. Um, Did he really? Uh He was in Down Periscope. He was in RoboCop 3, which is the worst of the RoboCop movies. Yeah, I, I agree. RoboCop 2 takes the fucking cake. But I haven't seen all of them. Dude, RoboCop 1 had a dude melting. Like, yeah. gets hit by a fucking car and just explodes like a fucking water balloon. Yeah, but RoboCop and, 2. And it's got Red Foreman in it as the bad guy just going around blowing people away. That is pretty fucking iconic. He was putting his foot in people's asses before he was putting his foot in people's asses. That's right. And my favorite Rip Torn movie, which we will definitely get to. So if you're uh, playing the two guys, a girl, and a movie plays drinking game, go ahead and take a drink. Because we will be covering this, Dolly Dearest. I don't know what that is either. It's a horror movie about an American family who moves to Mexico to take over a doll factory, but an an archaeological dig accidentally unleashes an evil spirit that possesses all the dolls and horrible murders ensue. Are they porcelain dolls? Yes. Fuck you. Fuck you all the way. Well, they're not porcelain per se. They're dolls. That's enough. It's a horror movie about dolls. We can watch Dead Silence right after that. And then it's got uh, Marissa Cochran. Cochran. Is she the one that is she the one that always wants to suck his cock? Yeah, that's Ursula from Super Troopers. One and two. Ursula. And um, <laughs> she was in an episode of Masters of Horror. She was also in Teaching Mrs. Tingle. I remember that movie. Fist of the North Star. She's a what? She was also in the movie Fist of the North Star. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <coughs> and then it's got Eddie Key, K. Thomas in it. Finch as... Finch. or Shipwreck. <laughs> yep, Shipwreck, as Blake calls him. We know him as Finch from American Pie 1 to 4. He also did voices for American Dad for like 90 some odd fucking episodes. I didn't even realize that show. Just random, just various oh. voices. I didn't realize that show went on for that many episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Uh, he was in Harold and Kumar 1 through 3 as Rosenberg. Oh. Hey. And he was in the TV show Till Death. It wasn't a bad show. I remember watching a couple episodes of it. I don't think it only aired for like 32 episodes on Fox. I don't remember. And then he was in The Rage Carry 2. He was what? Oh, Carry. In The Rage Carry 2. Got a little bit of trivia for this movie. Okay. It was nominated for five Razzies. Okay. Including. Worst picture, worst actor, and worst director. Fuck them. Um, Betty, the um, Ursula's character, when she gives Tom Green characters her number, did you happen to catch what the number was she wrote down on the piece of paper? No. Is it 8675309? It is 8675309. 867- 867- I can't sing that. Um... The um, surgery that Eddie was watching when the um, therapist and the cops show up to take him to the home for molested children, Mm -hmm. that was actual surgery of Tom Green's surgery to get his lymph node removed when he had testicular cancer. Yes, because he uh, aired that on his show, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, it was the Tom Green cancer special. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie, hold on, he beat cancer? He beat cancer. Fuck cancer. Sorry. I thought you were going to say fuck Tom Green. No, Tom, words. Tom Green's cool, but fuck cancer. Um, he showed up in person to collect his <laughs> He brought his own red carpet. Aww. When he got the last award of the show, I can't. I don't know which one it was, he decided he was going to play an <laughs> endless harmonica solo. It had to be dragged off a stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's priceless. I vaguely remember that. That's very Canadian. Yeah. Um, Drew Barrymore also had a cameo in this movie because they were dating at the time. They would later go on to be married for a whole six weeks before they got it annulled. Yeah. Huh. I wonder why. Because it's Tom fucking Green. Oh, what? No, I mean, I wonder what he did to fuck that up. Like, <laughs> a bunch of tomfoolery. Uh, uh, <laughs> my first, my first thought was fucking Amber Heard and him taking his shit in the bed. <laughs> I mean, he probably did that on a daily basis. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all the boring technical shit. Let's talk about this motherfucker because um, I got a surprise for you, fucks. This isn't an angry Trish episode. Oh, that's a pit. This is a disgruntled Will episode. This is a disgruntled Will episode. Because I absolutely fucking hate this movie. Oh. Okay. Trish and Blake didn't know that before we watched the movie. I remembered severely disliking it when I was younger. I liked it a little less than I did when it came out. But when I was like... When Tom Green was big, I was a teenager. Right. And he was... The, he matched my, you know, friend group's humor and, like, 
he was the funniest fucking person ever. And he was adorable. And I wanted to marry him. And then I grew up and had kids. And I'm just watching this movie last night going, oh my God, can you be quiet a little bit? Come on, tone it down. What is the point of this? And I, my heart broke a little bit. Because Tom Green got on my nerves a little bit. And he's never done that before. <laughs> Tom Green has always gotten on my nerves. Like, I didn't like him when we were teenagers. Oh. I do, I do not like him now that I'm a 30-something. Like, I know that his humor is really outrageous and, like, super, super out there. But, like, he's got an innocence to him, too. Like, yeah, he's acting dumb and he's doing all this shit on purpose and aggravating people and making really bad jokes. But, like, he's got that, like, childlike innocence. And it's that's just It just keeps cute. you from wringing his fucking neck for him, right? Right. But also, though, yeah. when... Like, okay... In the movie, Freddy got fingered, right? Freddy did not get fingered. <laughs> Freddy did not get fingered. <laughs> um, one part that sticks out to me, has always stuck out to me about Tom Green, is with his female lead, you know, she's all hypersexual and everything, and it bothers him. His character is outrageous and, like, totally fucked, but he's still a gentleman. And sincerely wants to take this girl on a date. Instead of, you know, her just sucking them off every time they see each other. Like, you know what I mean? He's got mm -hmm. that that innocence, that gentlemanliness to him. And he's always had that. But, no, like... <laughs> I was watching this last night. And I had a revelation about Tom Green's character, Gordy. Mm-hmm. He's undiagnosed with impulse control disorder and Asperger's. Yes. Like, if you look at the things that he does, it, it lines up perfectly with those two diagnoses. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a scene towards the beginning of the movie where he's driving to L.A. Oh. to work at a cheese factory and try to sell his animations. And he happens to stop on the side of the road because he sees a... Cheese sandwich factory. And I'm sorry, that's very Canadian. Why is he going all the way to Hollywood to do that? Didn't I say cheese sandwich factory? No, you said cheese factory. Oh. But, um... He sees a horse at a stud farm. And he jumps out and jerks off the horse. Yeah, that's inappropriate. There, but he doesn't just stop. He, like, screams. Yeah. <laughs> Goes into this whole conniption. There, There is a lot of animal mishandlement in this yeah. movie. Which makes me worry about the animals on his farm. Yeah, he has a farm now in Canada. Hmm. Strange. But... <clears throat> the crux of the story is he's trying to get his father's approval. His yeah. father, of course, played by Rip Torn. And nothing he does is ever good enough. So he, he keeps acting. the exact opposite. Yeah, he keeps acting out more and more, trying to get his father's approval. It takes moving his entire house to fucking Pakistan. No, not the, not the whole house, just part of the house. They oh, cut just, out a section of the bedroom. Just his bedroom, yeah. Just his father's yeah, bedroom. Yeah. To fucking Pakistan before his father realized that, you know, his doodles were worth something, as he put it. Yeah. 
He drove him through a fucking tent city in the middle of Pakistan. Sprayed him with elephant jizz. Yeah, jacked an elephant off. So do we want to go through the whole movie like we usually do, or just hit the high points? I mean, there's really not a there's lot There's so much. The movie is chaos. Yeah. Like, there's so much chaos. You can't really give them a storyline, because at mm. one point, like, he's trying to get a hold of this animator. Right. Dude. Played by Anthony Michael Hall from, you know, The Breakfast Club and, and Weird Science. Like, yeah. Who was he in The Breakfast Club? He was the geek. The blonde yeah. kid. Get the fuck out. I fucking live here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he ends up telling this dude's secretary that his wife died. Yeah. Oh, and shit. And dresses up as an English officer. Yeah, a fucking Bobby. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even a real cop. <laughs> and there's a running gag about a little boy who gets more and more fucked up as the movie goes on like it starts off with him running into the side of tom green's car yeah fucked up and then right i called that shit and i didn't what, even what the fuck happened next i can't remember um baseball no the baseball happened like Third or fourth. The baseball no, happened after... No, that was his buddy that got fucked up when they were on the ramp. Yeah, Harlan Williams from Half-Baked is on a fucking half-pipe that they built and fucks his leg up, like, compound fracture through the fucking skin. And Gordy decides to lick his bone. Yeah, Gordy licks his bone. And then while he's visiting him in the hospital, he meets oh Betty. God. And Betty's in a wheelchair. And the baby scene, and Blake's like... And he delivers a baby and then really... shoots through the umbilical yeah. cord and gets kicked out of the hospital and told never to come back. Yeah. I was the hero. I saved the day. No, you, you fucking... You fucked it up. Yeah. I was just saying, like, I didn't know what happened if you pulled an umbilical cord all the way out. Like, I know that shit ain't on a spoil up in there. And it's no, just it's going... connected to the placenta. That's yeah. why you have to cut it. You have to birth the placenta after you birth the baby. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Which is why you clamp it to both ends. Like you, you so you pull the it. whole umbilical cord out. Oh my fucking god. You said it's baby on the placenta. The placenta comes out. Yes, eventually, but not right away. The baby comes out. You clamp the cord and then you cut it. Uh-huh. So, you know, a lot of bleeding doesn't happen. Uh-huh. And then you have to wait for contractions to start up again, and then the, you'll birth the... Why are we talking about this? You don't fucking gnaw through it like a dog <laughs> with yeah. a fucking meat bone. The point is... I was just Don't curious. do what Tom Green did. <laughs> okay. So you couldn't just pull the placenta? Babe, okay. no. Sorry. Because the placenta <laughs> is attached to the inside of the uterus. We have to wait for it to... Come do its fucking so. thing. Okay, okay. See, that's I'm not all... a doctor. I'm not either, but I was just curious... <laughs> I mean, I could be a doctor. Like, and I don't mind gross out humor. I really don't. There's a lot of it, though. He wears a whole ass deer. But, yeah, like, this shit just goes, like, this movie is never on the rails to start with. It's Mm-mm. completely off the rails from fucking... He tricks you. Right from the beginning, he's like, you know, it's a nice family, and the parents are hugging him. I'm so proud of you. Da-da-da-da-da. He seems normal, and he's driving down the road, and it's all good. And then, bam, <laughs> has to, like... Swerve, turn around, no, pull over, jump a fence. He ripped the e-brake and spun that Yeah. Bitch. And like, it was a fucking LeBaron. 
Yeah. It wasn't a bitch. It was a LeBear. <laughs> oh. And then, like, tries to jack a horse off. He didn't try. Oh, okay. He kind of did. There was there was no ifs, ands, or... Bugs. I wonder if that was a prop. I don't know. That it was... would have to be, because that would count as bestiality. I don't know. I don't really know what the guidelines are on that. I, I don't. I don't feel comfortable having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. God, church, don't. You're gonna wind up on a list. <laughs> oh, Fine, shit. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> she says that she's still looking. Um, no, like I don't mind gross out humor. I don't. I, I still to this day love South Park. I love. See, how do you love South Park and hate Tom Green? Because South Park has intelligent fucking writing. No, the fuck it doesn't. Yes, it does. If you look at the actual fucking storylines, it's got more of a fucking storyline than fucking. The genius of Tom Green is the complete chaos and randomness. Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Matt Damon. Fucking geniuses. Or Matt Stone and Trey Parker, yeah. That's right. That didn't sound right the first time. Oh, Not real. Fuck. That's why. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> this goddamn movie, like, and Gordy is a horrible fucking person. Like, Allegedly. from the jump, like, when he first meets Betty, what's the first thing he does to her? He fucking lies to her about being an investment banker. That's because he's insecure. Pretty girls like rich guys. He has been taught his entire life that he was nothing because he didn't have a good job. That was ingrained in him. So, yeah, he lied and was trying to impress her. That's insecurity. That's not him being a bad person. Him being a bad person was forcing this woman to deliver a baby you know, into his hands and swinging the baby around the room by its umbilical cord. All right. He lied about being the investment banker. He delivered the baby. Oh, and he also he, lied about being the doctor. He lied about being a doctor to the woman yep. who was having a baby. So that's a... He lied to the practice. therapist about his dad finger and Fre- Freddie. Yeah, that was shitty. Yeah, so he's got... <laughs> he's got... Oh. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> Don't tickle people. <laughs> <clears throat> but he was a whore he's a horrible fucking person to begin with like tom green is not likable in this movie i don't know i fully but would psychologically like what does that say like his about his character it means that he is so insecure about himself and being himself that he has to constantly lie about who he is for people to like him or for him to think people will like him okay i got a question why fucking Pakistan? Because his dad because his kept dad made him. a comment early in the movie that if you were in pa- if we were in Pakistan, you would have been sewing soccer balls at fourteen. Did you catch where he said, "Hey, Dad, now we can sew soccer balls together"? Oh, <laughs> that's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. This movie just is not for me. It was not made for me. They need to do a live-action Thundercats. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I know, but that was my ADD story. No, I still love and appreciate Tom Green and his humor, as crude as it was and is. 
don't even know if it is anymore. I don't think he does a lot of comedy anymore. I think he just... He does stand-up spots every now and then. Yeah, but I don't think he's as outrageous as he was. And fucking, uh, the best part of the movie for me was when he was skateboarding through the mall. Yeah. That was actually him doing the fucking skateboard tricks. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, ow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, Freddy is, like, a 25-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, Freddy is his brother. We, like, completely forgot yeah. that. We are not doing well tonight. We're, we're still talking about the movie. I yeah. mean, that's better than what well, we yeah. normally do. Freddy's his brother, and he's like 25 years old, and what he happens is... He has a is, job at the bank. Yeah, his mom forces him and his dad to go to family counseling. And, you know, he, um, Gordy is talking about, you know, how he feels and stuff, and the therapist looks at his dad, and she's like, you know, do you hear what he's saying? And he's like, I don't give a rat dust what he's saying, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, no, I think he's, you know, you need to hear him. He's saying that, you know, uh, all he wants is for you to accept, accept him as his son the way he is, da-da-da. He just wants, you know, your approval. And his dad goes on this tangent, and he's an asshole and piece of shit. And so, I mean, it hurts his feelings, because his dad is literally telling him to his face and in front of the therapist that, like, he doesn't give a fuck about him, Right? And is worthless. So out of anger, again with the impulse control, out of anger he says, well, my dad touches my little brother. And that's how Freddie got fingered, you know, get started, was he tells this uh, counselor, and then the counselor's like, well, we have to make a report. And then they show up at the house, and they clearly see he is a 25-year-old man, and still take him into custody. And he's going, my dad never touched me, what the fuck? Um, the French title for this movie roughly translates into Go Fuck Yourself, Freddy. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, 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 yeah, I, I wasn't fuck even gonna... Fuck you, fuck me. I wasn't even gonna try to fucking pronounce the French. Yeah. I will. I'll butcher the shit out of that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they take them to the home for sexually molested children. Yeah. And he's still there at the end of the movie. Yeah, like, they never and get like, Freddy out of this Almost place. two years have passed. Yeah. He's got a beard and his hair's all long. It's like, he never left that couch. He's <laughs> looking a lot like Osama when they, or not Osama, but um, Saddam when they pulled him out of the fucking cave. Yeah. He was hiding in. Secret Um... Oh, uh, we didn't mention that Betty, the fucking love interest, is in a wheelchair, and the only way she can get off is by caning her legs that she can't fill. Yeah, and, it, and I, I figured out the reason for that, because she can't feel it, but after so long, she can get, like, a tingle of sensation in her legs. So, that's the reason for that. Yeah. She wants she's to, a fucking rocket scientist. Yeah, she's an amateur rocket scientist. She's Her goal is to build a rocket-powered wheelchair. And then me and Blake are sitting here watching it, and another character comes on, and Blake's like, is that fucking Mickey? I'm like, mm. no. Wait, maybe. And then we look it up, and it's the guy who plays Mickey on Shameless in like one of his like early, early fucking so roles. So much shit is he in and did not know this. Oh. I love Mickey. You want to try that again and actually make it coherent? 
<laughs> he was in so many movies and I didn't know about this. There you go. go. Good boy. Like Blake was stunned to find out he was in the Twilight movies. Yeah, I forgot about that completely. Yeah. I didn't know it. Um kind of a dick as a vampire too. <laughs> <laughs> He does wind up selling his fucking animations. He comes up with completely new characters. What was it? Zebras in America. Mm -hmm. yes. They were zebra centaurs based on his family. Mm -hmm. And his dad winds up, the dad zebra winds up tying the Gordy zebra's tongue to like the bumper of his car after he rips his lower jaw off and pulls him down the road. Yeah. Grinding his teeth off. Yeah. He live without a chin? I mean... Um, his mom's dog lives without a chin. Yeah, but Abby's like fucking... I'm pretty sure she's like... But the, she's living without a chin. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the gathering's coming and she's about to go Connor McLeod on some other fucking dogs because mm. there can be only one because that, that dog is old as fuck. <laughs> we need to do Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do a Highlander or watch Highlander? Watch Highlander and do an episode on it. I oh, fucking love yeah. that I was movie. like, I'm totally down. To but it's it. my pick next. Oh, no. Is Highlander the one with Mel Gibson in it? Oh, my God. Go to Jesus bed. Christ, are we doing this now? <laughs> All right, Blake. Describe Highlander to me. Describe the movie you were thinking about with Mel Gibson in it. Uh, long hair, white, and blue face. Okay. Right geographical area. Wrong movie all the way across. Oh. That was yeah. Braveheart. Oh. <laughs> which is also set in Scotland. You're right. Mel Gibson played a Scot in that movie. I was close. But it was based off of a true story of William Wallace. Whoops. Hey, and we did that movie, didn't we? No, no, I made you watch that movie last year for the first time. Oh. And you got sad about it. And it made you mad that you were sad. So I was never to let you watch that movie or make you watch that movie again. Oh. Highlander, however, is about a group of immortals that from time to time tend to sword fight in parking garages and cut each other's heads off and take each other's life essences until there's only one or until they there's only a few one. of them remaining, at which point the gathering happens, and then they fight to the death until there's only one to win the ultimate prize. Which is what? Fuck Tofano, they never fucking actually say what the prize is. I mean, you just killed everybody else. You better bring them up back to life because like, it's about to get boring as shit. Some, like, there's one version of the... There's, like, several different fucking timelines in this goddamn movie franchise. Ouch. There's one that says the prize is ultimate knowledge and you can actually grow old. There's another one that says the prize is being able to have kids because apparently immortals can't reproduce. That blows. Yeah. Mm. Like I said, it's kind of, it's like, who knows what the fucking prize is. <laughs> That's why I'm hoping when the Highlander remake comes out, they actually flush out what the fucking prize is. That'd be great. They gain the ability to reproduce. <laughs> that, that would not blow. I mean, I love you. Shut up. <laughs> you got it backwards. <laughs> they, gain their, they gain the ability to blow? Yes. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Blake? <laughs> Shut up. Wheels on mills. Yeah. Oh god. But yeah, Freddy Got Fingered was 
Not a fun trip back to my fucking teenage years. Made me want to eat cake batter and ice cream. I still want cake. And now I also want a taco. It made me want to eat fucking lead paint. <laughs> made me miss the uh, cheese whiz sandwiches that I used to have at my aunt and uncle's in Canada. Like They sell cheese whiz in jars. Mm-hmm. And you spread it on bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's it. Sometimes you put some fried bologna on there, but I when I make Philly cheesesteak, I use the jar cheese whiz spread. Oh, cheese whiz sandwiches for my Philly cheesesteaks. I'm carving. I'm carving crepes. I'm cra- craving carbs. <laughs> I want a fucking flat grill because I a flat grill in the bedroom. In the bedroom, so I can make Philly cheesesteaks in the middle of the night. No, already <laughs> roasting marshmallows beside the bed. Well, give me a fucking toaster oven. Walk your ass to the kitchen. I, I have to do it. That's you. I don't. It want... could be you too. <laughs> I don't want to do but it. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Anyways, um, Trish. Yes. What would you give Freddie Got Fingered? Like final thoughts on it. I love you, Tom Green. You're fucking awesome. Um, not my fit. You fucking burned me, and I swear to God, we're gonna fight. Was it gonna burn you? Lighting this orange thing on fire. It wasn't gonna burn you. He was just gonna catch the bed on fire. With me in it. Um. <laughs> Oops. What was I fucking? Think? What was I gonna say? I love you, Tom Green, and something I don't know after that. I mean, it wasn't my favorite Tom Green movie. Get your nose out of my armpit. Oh my God, I will move. Um, not my favorite Tom Green movie, but I think it, like, even though my humor has changed as an adult, it still brought back, like, a lot of that nostalgia. I appreciate it. Am I going to watch it a lot? No. No. <laughs> I binge watched that motherfucker when it first came out. No, I'm good, but. It was it was good. I'd give it a solid seven. Like final um, thoughts on Freddy Got Fingered. I I just want my grandkids to watch this with me on my deathbed. That way they'll look at me and be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I'll be like, "Emotional damage." <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And with that, like, I would yank my own life support plug and be like, well, I mean, I guess I would do that before I pulled the plug, but. (laughs) Yeah, I'd give it a stern six and a half, five eights. Stern six and a half, five eights. Yeah. That's that stoner math for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I think it went from math to measurements. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I don't know. Like, I I try to find something positive in every movie we watch, even ones I don't like. But I can't for this one. I can. What? The weather was nice. <laughs> The weather was also a lot. It's fucking Portland, Oregon. <laughs> part of the movie took place in Portland, Oregon. The other part took... Which I has, thought it was Portland, Massachusetts. 
No, we had a. It's Portland, Maine. The we, Maine, yeah. That was a completely different fucking conversation that we had last night. Oh. <laughs> but no, part of the movie took place in Portland, Oregon, which is part of the Pacific Northwest, which has fucking temperamental weather at best. Yeah. And the yeah. other part of the movie took place in LA, which has no weather at all, so. There's snow there sometimes. You snow there sometimes. Okay. Only when I use the wrong shampoo. But, I mean, like, the Toronto Star or whatever the newspaper is in Toronto gave this a negative one out of five stars. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What'd they do? I want to see how they did that. I want to say it's like, I'm not going to be that mean. I'm going to say I give it a one. Because of Rip Torn. (laughs) Jeez. Um, but yeah, I really did not like this movie. But Trish's pick is next. Got any any ideas about what 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 we're gonna be talking about, Trish? It's definitely gonna be a movie. Uh huh. Um, I'm not one hundred percent sure on genre. I wanted to do Feast of All Saints, but that's gonna be too much to cover. In one episode, that would have to be like a double episoder. Um, and then I feel like it would only be fair if we all chose a double episoder. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure. You might cry, you might laugh, you might get the shit scared out of you. I don't fucking know. We'll let my bipolar choose. Yeah. Fair enough. I was your bipolar. Aww. Let's see. So that concludes our episode. Absolutely. No, I'm just kidding. They really don't. We got like another 10 minutes. No, no, we really don't. That's going to be the end of this episode. Um, Until next time, I'm Will. I'm Trish. And I'm Blake. And we're two guys, a girl in that movie place, signing off. My bum is on the step, bum is on the step, don't fall down the step, you might hurt your bum. <laughs> and that's not very fun, if you fall down and hurt your bum, I like to put my bum on things.